Hello and welcome to Full Court Press. I'm Charles. And I'm Elliot. And today we're going to be talking about one of the NBA's hottest new topics, point inflation. So Charles, tell me a little bit about what you've been experiencing over the last few weeks. Well, I mean, I think there's many different ways you can look at it. I mean, obviously some will say the NBA's gotten softer mm-hmm. or defense is really not not even a thing anymore. I mean, there's some guys that go out on the court and you can just a sixth grader could beat them. I mean, I would not say that, but not, okay, not yeah. really. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's just there's guys that go out there and they don't even try to give effort because mm-hmm. maybe yeah you can't defend, but at least give effort when you're defending right. someone because you never know. I mean, you might. Do good, but I'll ask like, you. I'll ask you a question. Okay, do you think it's because the players in this, like in this day and age, are getting better and are adapting to the way offense works, or do you think it's more about the the like the lax defense? Like, what do you think is more important to point inflation? Mm, what I really think is the AAU system. I mean, yeah, you can be Steph Curry, but if you play defense like a third grader. What what does it mean? You know. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Duncan fair. Robinson is the one of the top five shooters in the N- NBA, possibly. But like currently or all time, like probably currently. 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 Yeah, currently. Like, I want him on the court. Last shot. Right. Now, would I want him defending someone on the last shot? That's probably a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can be Wilt Chamberlain, averaging a hundred points a game, but what does that mean when you're allowing a hundred points? Right. I think, I mean, I guess that you do bring up a good point. And like we talked about with, um, with, um, uh, Sean Powell is that like once, once Duncan Robinson, who's a great three point shooter, once he's like, you know, having a bad stretch, like, you know, he's just on the bench and he's not, you know, he's not a very cheap like bench player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like, I like that point that you bring up, you know, Sean Powell, he, he expressed his views yeah. and he said many times what he thought about the current day of age. Yeah. And I I mean, looking back at that, I really I really see where he was coming from. I mean, he's he's kind of prophesied what what's happening right now in the league right now. Yeah. And I mean, it was only what, a month in the season? Right. Now we're half uh, midway mo- yeah. more than halfway? Yeah. We're a few games over half halfway mark. Yeah. So, you know, I just feel like there's many different ways you can look at it. Obviously, the scores are going to score, right. but I want, I want to bring this up. I brought up the stats for the last 14 days, the point leaders. Mm-hmm. Number one, Joel Embiid. But yeah. listen to this. Number two is Jalen Brunson, averaging 33. That's right. He's been, he's, he's been hitting his uh, um, career highs in points. He has. And number three, Donovan Mitchell. Right. And we'll get to that. Absolutely. That game later. We'll get to that game. You know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Then LeBron. Understandable. Yeah. But then you have Clay Thompson, you know? And Curry just came back. Yeah. So I feel like there's guys that are stepping up, you know? They're they're doing their thing. And there's nine guys in the last fourteen days that are averaging over or yeah, nine guys that are averaging over thirty and when you look at guys averaging over twenty five, there's twenty of them. Mm-hmm. That's never been seen before. No, not at all. Never. I mean MVP Harden's, we were talking about this literally, like, last night. MVP Harden's stats were, like, 26, 5, and 8, or, like, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nowhere near what these guys are putting up on a nightly basis. You know was what I'm saying? It, well, his MVP season. He did, he, season okay, yes, he did. He did about 30 for about 40 points, about, yeah, like, yeah. One, one or two games. He, he, but like, he was Luka before Luka. Right, but Luca's doing that with 60, 20, and 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, the nights that he's doing something special, he's actually, like, putting up with, like, stats. And yeah. it's it's players like him and players like uh, Jokic and players like Embiid, like you were saying, like, league leaders for uh, points and all that. I mean, like, that's, you know, like you said, that's unheard of. Like, that's literally probably the craziest, like, you know, stat that we've had in the last, I mean, I guess since the history of the league. You know what I'm saying? What, the Luka? No, no, no. Like, no, like, point, like, like uh, nine players going over 30 points oh. per game. Yeah, just in the last two weeks. Yeah. 
But still, I mean, right. two weeks, yeah, two weeks can be a very tight window to look at when you're talking about point inflation. Right. But right. I, I was just trying to bring up a point, you know. Yeah. I feel like the last two weeks, the point inflation topic has been brought up more than it has the last 10 years. Right. But I think it's been gradually, like, been brought up in, in small been. increments. You know what I'm saying? It has been. Like, look at the Spurs literally a decade ago, like nine years ago, when they were winning the championships. The scores were like 88 to 70-something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like whenever Curry won unanimous MVP, uh-huh. it was brought up then. Right. Whenever, who was it? Harden. Mm-hmm. Whenever Harden did his thing, it was brought up then. Right. And then when Curry broke the three-point record, I think it it was brought up then. I saw some people that were talking about that. Right. Because you put, say you put Ray Allen or Reggie Miller in today's NBA. Mm-hmm. They're still going to be the shooters. Right. They're going to be better. I would say so, yeah. And how many threes are they hitting, you know? I still think Curry. Especially with all the open space. Yeah, so, I mean, no defender on them, basically. Yeah. I feel like the wing defenders are carrying the workload mm-hmm. and some of the centers. But when you look at power forwards, they're just standing out at the three-point line. Yeah. They're not even guarding the paint. They're guarding their man on the perimeter. How are you going to have, like Sean Powell brought this up, how are you going to have seven three Kristaps guarding, or... 6'11", Lowry guarding 7'3", Kristaps right. at the power forward position, say, for example. When you have Daniel Gafford and Walker Kessler in the paint. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, not to get too off topic, but you brought up two amazing players in Reggie Miller and uh, um, Ray Allen. And I think what made it so special is that they could play... They could shoot, and they could play really, really well offensively in a league that was primarily about defense. I mean, when you think about, um, like, the Pistons in 05, and or 04 and 05, like, whenever they were, like, really, really dominant, like, they were so defensively stacked. And, like, teams like those or teams like, like the Heat or whatever, like, those are teams that were really offensively, like, well-created. And, I mean, I just think, like... Or defensively, defensively created, I guess. Um, but I think what's so like unique about today's NBA is that like shooters are putting up stats that like all all time NBA greats can't or couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Just because of how they how they played and how they and how a team. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Like, I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like a great would adapt to any era. Yes, that's gonna be why that was gonna be my say. Next point. Say you get Michael Jordan, or yeah, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Say you get Michael Jordan, put him in today's NBA. He's coming in as a draftee. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not gonna grow up. I'm gonna shoot a mid range. I'm gonna be the greatest mid range shooter of all time. No, he's gonna be like I want to be like Curry. Right. Am yeah. I wrong? I mean, I would say that the the young talent is going to be influenced by their generation's basketball. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, Curry and Clay probably looked up to, like, people like Ray Allen or Paul Pierce, you know, because that, that's who was dominant in the league back then. Like, when they were, when they were like, high school or kids or whatever, watching the NBA. And it's well, like... Curry grew up with his dad being a shooter. That's right. And his dad grew up being one of the only shooters, I guess. Yeah, and, and that revolutionized the game, and I think that's amazing. But I also think that, like, you, like you're saying... With uh, MJ, like if MJ was drafted this year, and he would probably base a lot of his game on things that most people are basing basing their games off of, but he would do it in such a way that he would be better than the rest. Well, you know what I'm saying? If, if he was in today's NBA with what he did back then, say he doesn't, say he's the same player as he was in 1993. 90, yeah. yeah. He's might be averaging 40, maybe near 50. I mean, the I, the paint's open. The the, the yeah. mid-range is open. He's just going to blow by his defender with his quickness. Mm-hmm. And he has so many different finishes at the rim. Right. How are you going to stop him? Right. Who's going to stop him? That's the thing. And I think that's what makes a player like Lowry Markinen this year so like like powerful because Lowry Markinen is not that great of a player, but he has something that most people don't have that play how he plays, which is size. 
You know what I'm saying? He plays like a like a guard, but he's like six eleven. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, like, bull, bull. Bull, yeah, Bol Bol is another that, great that's example. That's a good example. Yeah. Because Wembenyama is Wembenyama. Right. And I'm not saying Bol Bol is near Wembenyama. Right. I, don't, I don't think he is. Mm-hmm. No offense to Bol Bol. Yeah, I, I just think Wembenyama is already better defensively. Right. And he's already a better shooter. Mm-hmm. Has a better handle. Bol Bol was Wembenyama before Wembenyama, I guess. Okay. When you look at the hype. Okay. But not as... Not talk of fall. Talk of false hype. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Keep going, though. If Wembenyama's in the U.S., mm-hmm. I think his hype would be LeBron-esque. Right. But he's in France, and mm-hmm. in France, they're just looking at him like another guy. You know? They know he's going to be great. They've been knowing. Right. So why are they going to be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is that his his draft class is literally next year. This year? Well, right, yeah, technically this year. I mean, next this year. draft class, compared to last year's, Stacked. I think is. So much better. I mean, Chet, Chet could be a great player, though. You know I'm, what I'm saying? I didn't even mention Chet. No, I'm just I'm saying. just saying. Look at the top five from last year, which was Paolo, mm-hmm. Chet, Jabari, Ivy, Ivy, Keegan Murray. That was five? Yeah. Okay. Or Keegan Murray, Ivy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you compare it to this year, which is Wominyama, top Yama. of the board, yeah. Scoot, Probably one of the Thompson twins, mm-hmm. maybe Cam Whitmore, and then is that is Bronny? I mean, obviously no, he's no, not no. that he's not no. that great, but is he, Bronny this year or next year? Maybe two years. Really? Yeah. Huh. Bronny will get drafted no matter what. Yeah, no matter what. Bronny's a good player. Mm-hmm. I think he's good enough to make it. It's just he's gonna get drafted because of his name, but hopefully he comes in and proves himself. You know. Right. But aside from that, though, yeah, that was off topic. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, what uh, you did bring up a good point though with um, the size advantage. You know what I'm saying? Like with Wen Benyama. But I think like player, great players are always going to adapt to the game, and that's what makes them great. I mean, Larry Bird revolutionized shooting. Well, think about Kobe. Okay. He went from the ninety, late nineties, mm-hmm. into the two thousands, mm-hmm. into the two. 2010s. Yeah. I think he he retired 2015, 2016. 2016, 2016 yeah. That's right, because with Duncan. He he retired the same year as Duncan. Yeah. I was going to say the same year the Cavs went, come back from 3-1. Oh, yeah, fair enough. That was the same year. It's okay. It's okay. I know you're a Spurs fan. I am a Spurs fan. And Duncan's a Hall of Famer, so I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. So keep, okay, but, uh, but like you were saying with Kobe. <laughs> but he played in... Three, I'd say, completely different eras. Right. I mean, Jordan was still Jordan. Mm-hmm. He was still doing his thing. Right. And then then it was Kobe's league for a while. Mm-hmm. And then it was LeBron. And then Curry. You know? He played with a whole lot of different... He had to adapt to the three-pointer, but I don't think he never quite did, you know? He, he shot everything. You know, he could light it up from anywhere on the floor, and I think that's what makes him so great is because of how versatile he is. I am going to say this. The league is like a cycle. The NBA is like a cycle because when you think about it, I mean, the the greatest players of the first generation were Bill Russell and um, Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem, and you could, you could argue that Jerry West is like top of the line or whatever. I mean, I mean like Bob Pettit or Kuzi or like whoever – those are bigger guys too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mikhail is also a huge guy, and they're all like that's what the league was centered around was the more the, the taller you are, the more dominant you are. Yeah, and that's why big men were so easy to come upon back in the day. Right. Because if you were even near seven foot, if you weren't touching the basketball, what were you doing? Right. And you then know? and then you. But go nowadays, through, if well, you're, no, hear me out. Hear me out. In the '80s. You got Magic, you got Larry Bird, you got uh, Julius Serving, you got Rick Barry, I believe, in the 80s. Maybe it was 70s. I think it was 80s, though. 70s. 70s, maybe 80s. I don't I don't remember. I think he was playing around the same time Dr. J was. But um, regardless... He retired in 1980. Okay. So 70s. Yeah. Re- regardless, though, those guys are nowhere near 7 feet, you know? No, but, but they're, they're still bigger... They were bigger. They're average size. They you know, were they're six. They're average size now. Six, 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 seven. Right, right, right. Back in the day, they were small. 
in a way. I mean, everybody was tall back then. Like every every basketball player, the only reason you were drafted as a basketball player is because you're tall. And hear me out. I guess that's fair. Hear me out. Magic was a point guard, right? Because he was so fast, he was so good with his ball handling, and he was so good with his shot. You know what I'm saying? And his passing. That's what made him magic. It's because of his passing. Larry Bird revolutionized the game when it came to his shot. And, like, Julius Serving revolutionized athleticism. I, in my opinion, I think he revolutionized wh- who who NBA players are striving to be now. Like, Dwayne Wade or... Like Michael a, Jordan. A, if Jordan. There's no, if right. there's no Irving, is there a Jordan? Absolutely. Um, there is? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. Because Jordan, yeah. he based his game off of... Yeah, yeah, and then and then Dwayne Wade, I'm sure at some point with athleticism, and then like Jalen Green now, you know what I'm saying? Like those guys don't exist the way they are because if, if without uh, John Morant, yeah, without Julius Serving, there is no none of those guys. But I mean, I guess in a way. But yeah. then in the '90s, I mean, it's all big guys. You know what I'm saying? Hakeem, Shaq, Shaq. I mean, Patrick Ewing. It was small, it was smaller than he, he was small. But he was a huge guy. He was, I mean, you have Barkley. He was yeah, a big. Absolutely. Nobody I mean, says, he, oh, Charles Barkley, greatest forward. I mean, I don't think anybody knows that anymore just because. No, if you put Charles Barkley on the court, he's, he's a big Zion. Guy. Yeah, uh, probably bigger than Zion. Is, is Zion a big? That's one. No, Zion's I mean, like six. No, but would you, five, if you're talking about Zion, are you like, oh, yeah, he's a good big? Or are you like. Yeah, I think I, think I would. Yeah. You know why? Because, because he has the muscle. Yeah. He's he's big. Absolutely. But then you look at guys like Bo Bull, who don't even play. Well, Manute Bull in that in, in the same era. Yeah. The they, don't, they don't play as a big. Yeah. Bo Bull doesn't. Bo, Bo, yeah. Manute he plays Bull. more as a wing. Right. You know, that's what I'm trying to get at. Right. Just because you're bigger doesn't mean you're bigger, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Then at the end of the 90s, I mean, like, Jordan obviously took over everything. In the, in the late 90s, early 2000s-ish, it was more, like, Allen Iverson, Kobe. But then, like, but then it went to, the, like, bigs again. Because then there's Tim Duncan, then there's Dirk Nowitzki, there's Kevin Garnett. And those are the top three power forwards of all time, arguably. Yeah. Top three, I, I don't probably, even think it's... Probably in that order, too. Duncan, Dirk, and then Garnett. Or maybe Duncan, Garnett, Dirk. Right, right, right. It just depends. Because yeah. Garnett had the defense over Dirk. Right, and the longevity. Yeah. Right. Well, well they they were both yeah. pretty, yeah. But what I'm he saying had the, is... He had... Garnett was a great all-around player. Right. But what I'm saying is that the league is like a cycle. It yeah. keeps going from big to smaller, and then big again, and then smaller I don't know again. when the last time it was a big, though. Maybe... D- Duncan... Maybe... Duncan Dirk. Maybe just before the 2010s. Right. Because then LeBron kind of changed it back to small. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because he was sm- he's smaller than No, LeBron three. didn't change it. It's because... You know what changed it? Mm. Shooting. Right. Because right, right about then, they changed the three-point line shorter, and guys started, oh, I'm going to jack up a three. Because mm. oh, three's more than two. It went in. Yeah. And then, I mean, Ray Allen, he'd been shooting. Right, but, right, right. I mean, I feel like guys would come in the league, you know. He got drafted because he, he could shoot. Jimmer Fredette. Mm-hmm. You know? Guys like him. Yeah. And then Dan- Curry, Danilo Gallinari, Curry, Thomas Cedric, Curry was like very things. undersized. Yeah, and we were just talking about this too. Like, who knows how long ago? Yeah, probably an hour ago at some yeah. point. Yeah, he yeah. Curry was undersized. Mm-hmm. You know why he got drafted? Because he he could shoot. Right. You know, the Warriors picked him because they didn't have a. Yeah, they had Monte Ellis, mm-hmm. but he wasn't going out there hitting shots. Right. They needed a shot creator. They needed a shooter. And so when he comes in the league and he's just shooting, no one knows how to stop him. Turns into a yeah, back-to-back MVP. If you can't beat it, join it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's Kevin, kind of how... Kevin Durant. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Durant's kind of like the unicorn of all. He's he's basically Kobe, Dirk. Uh, like, Garnett? Yeah. Or, oh, huh? uh, I mean, Durant is, to me, I feel like if you need one guy to go out there... Score for you, mm-hmm. no matter where it is on the court. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Because yeah. MJ, I, MJ is cool. Kobe's cool. LeBron's cool, but they all lack that three point shot. That is true. That is true. I mean, and Kobe, 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 better Kobe, than and LeBron. Too. They could eh, maybe. Mm-hmm. They're both clutch. All yeah. three of those guys. Yeah. 
They could all hit big threes in big situations if you need to. Mm-hmm. But if I have trust in one man, it's Kevin Durant because I know, I know that he can shoot from everywhere on the court. Can I make an argument why? Because he's a big. Yeah, he's a big. He's, he's seven, seven foot. Yeah, he's seven foot. I mean, he's a small forward, but he's a small forward because he's like Steph who, Curry. Friend. Who stops him when exactly? Who, who guards him? Yeah, you, you, you can't. can't. Be only because he's tall, right? But also because he doesn't play like he's small. Well, he's he's a he's a small frame, and so if yeah. you get if he gets touched, he's fouled. You know what I'm saying? I mean, eh, but he's also. Yeah, I mean, also he's his, not his skinny height. like. He's oh. not as skinny as we're. Okay, he's skinny, uh-huh. but do you see him getting bodied, body, body? No. Yeah, probably not. No, because he's seven foot tall. Right. He, he didn't grow up needing to play as a big because he could do everything else. He averaged 27 points in college, I believe. Yeah, something like Why that. Why do you need to play as a big when you could just do everything else? Right. He doesn't, play, he doesn't play his size down. Mm-hmm. He plays his size up. Kind of like a Christian Leitner, sort of, but like better. Oh yeah, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. You know, that's my compare and contrast. I forgot Durant is Christian. I Lincoln. forgot he was on the dream team. He was because he was a college kid. I but hate whatever. him. You hate him? Yeah, he took Isaiah Thomas' spot. <laughs> Actually, I hate Jordan for that. I was gonna say like he's a big. How are you gonna take away uh, arguably the top two point guard in the NBA at the time? Who's the other point guard at the time? I don't know exactly. Maybe Magic. Oh yeah, I guess it's fair. Or, was Magic already? No, Magic was still playing. He was. He w- but he was on a decline. Yeah. They were. Yeah. The dream team was on a decline. Let's be honest. I yeah, mean, Robinson. There... Robinson was at his peak. Jordan was at his peak. But other than that, was Jordan at his peak? I mean, that was, jo- that was in between. Was Jordan's peak? That's a fair question. Yeah. What's his peak? Uh, uh, not counting the Wizards. The oh. Nobody cares about ears. Right. What's his peak? He averaged like. 1995. Almost 30 in his sophomore year. Uh-huh. What's his peak? Yeah. His peak never ended until really he didn't. retired for the second time. Yeah. And but then he unretired. He's the only player to retire three times. But, oh, that's fair. But he did it good. He did good. He did good. Maybe that's maybe Except that's the, maybe that's playing. the outlier. Maybe that maybe that's the outlier. Except maybe that's magic. why he's the greatest. Except for magic playing overseas at one time. Yeah. Um <laughs> But back on topic, let's go to uh, uh, the reason why we're talking about this is because of Donovan Mitchell. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's funny how all that came from point inflation. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's kind of why. Oh, also, I want to tell you this. Mm. The last 30 days, so the last month, Luca's averaging 35 and a half points. Yeah. Just wanted to put that one out there. Nothing. He's he's definitely not the best player in the NBA. I mean, I mean, yeah, not at all. He's not winning MVP or anything. Yeah, yeah. Not it's either close. him or Jokic. I got off the Tatum. You got off, you got you finally got off the Tatum the Tatum bandwagon. I mean, I think he could still win it possibly. He can, but I think they just fell. His off. team's not as good as it. Lowry is averaging twenty nine. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, he's he's been a sneaky and, but okay, is that even impressive anymore? I mean, let's be honest. With all the with all the points that people are getting now, oh, look. If you can go in the NBA and average twenty nine for a month, you're doing something right. Mm. Fair enough. All right, let's take a let's take everybody back to uh, Monday, January second, because I feel like like we don't really need to not relive this again. Yeah. So he let even me... wrote it on a piece of paper like he was Will. Seventy one. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're. I'm, first off, Mobley came off the bench. Oh, he didn't play. No, no he didn't play. No, Mobley. Yeah, Mobley. Mo- didn't play. Mobley. Huh? Mobley. Mobley. Not Mobley. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, everybody kind of pitched in, um, except Donovan Mitchell, who completely took over the game. Seventy-one points, eleven assists, and eight rebounds. He almost averaged a seventy-point triple double. That's that's what I took. This is what I said. His performance. Did we talk about this last podcast? I don't know. I think we... Maybe. We didn't talk about uh, point. Uh, we didn't talk about this game of the last podcast. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Because the last one, it was about uh, Luca's 60-point game. You're right about that. Yes. Yeah. Because it was right after the Because I was going to say, I, I've been telling you this, and you've not been agreeing, but 
his point. Oh, the day he, the day we released our podcast last was the day he dropped it. It was literally that day, like that 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 morning or whatever, that afternoon. Yeah, that he, yeah. We dropped a podcast before then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's but that's so, still crazy though. I mean, like, so, but like I was gonna say, I think his performance was more special than Luca's. I mean, Luca. Yeah. Okay, Luca had sixty. 20 and 10. 60, uh, 20 uh, and 10. Yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah. Like Donovan 20, Mitchell like almost had 70, 11, and 10. Yeah. I mean, the, okay. I mean, the only thing yeah, is... Yes, it's... I mean, it's cool that Luka was the first player to ever do that. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah. If, no, if he has a no, 70... He was, yeah, he was the first player to ever do that. If he has a 70-point triple-double, who's the only other player to do that? Is there... No, because the person who's like second most in assists um, behind uh, Donovan Mitchell is Devin Booker with six. Exactly. Yeah. So, why isn't this being talked about in the same realm as Luca? I think the only thing is because, because Luca was the Luka. first player to ever do it. Right, and also Luca is doing way more for his team right now than Donovan is. Is he though? I think so because I mean, who's the best player? We talked about this last night. Who is the best player Luca's ever played with in his career? I mean, besides, I mean, Dirk, okay, in, yeah, in that's right. But once he missed twenty four and or no, not twenty four. Once he missed twenty seven and seventeen, and the other is. Let me see. Twenty four and twenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luca. If you take Luca off the team, they're not even near where they are right now. But True. I'm just trying to say, what Donovan Mitchell did, I think, is more impressive. Because, I don't know, that's just me. There's no arguing that what he did that night is, like, not impressive. Or even, like, remotely, like, at the table. Like, of, of course it's at the table. Because I, cause who are the only other players who score 70 in NBA history? Will, Kobe, Kobe David D- Robinson. Devin, David Robinson. D-Book. D- yeah. And David Thompson, maybe? No. There's one more person. Yeah, there's there's definitely an outlier. I'll look it up. Keep talking, uh, though. You know, I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. I'll look it up. You keep te- you keep saying what you were going to say. Um, I don't know. I just feel like what Donovan Mitchell did was... I don't know. I mean, a 70-point triple-double. A 70-point triple-double. Right. And, and, uh, it wasn't a triple-double. He didn't get triple- so close. To, to assist. But why is he going to pass it when he has 71 points? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like if he does complete the triple-double, is his game looked at differently? Right, right, right. Absolutely. I think that's, a, like, very... Uh, that, that's a good point because, I mean, Donovan Mitchell would probably be one of the, be one of the top, like, MVP voters, or v- vote-getters right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Probably. After that performance, I mean, nobody's nobody's seen anything like that. Okay. Okay, right. so it's got, we got Wilt here. We got um, Booker. We got another Wilt. Kobe. Uh, Wilt's, well, there's so many Wilts. Why okay. does he keep doing it's Elgin D-Book, David Robinson, Elgin Baylor, David Thompson, Kobe, and Wilt. And then now Donovan Mitchell. Right, right, right. Yeah, dude, this is this is crazy. Oh, this is way outdated because um, there were a couple players that weren't in there. But um, but yeah, that's. I mean, it's just so crazy, like to see somebody go off for that many. And I think that might have that might have hit the like put the nail on the coffin for um, uh, for NBA scoring. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that wraps up our point inflation. Yeah, want to discuss some games or? Uh, sure. Let's take a break first. And we're back. So, our game that we're gonna be reviewing. There's only one this week, but I mean, it was a good one. It was, yeah, it was it's definitely the most entertaining. Yeah, I feel like either the games have been blowouts or they've been close, but not entertaining. Yeah. Like, who's gonna watch the final four? seconds of a game when it turns into 20. Right. And it ends, no, that up, is, that and it ends up just being... And it's a two-point game, and the team that's up just ends up winning by four. It's free throws. Yeah. But this game was not that case. Mavs-Lakers on Thursday. 
So, double overtime. And Mavs did take the win, 119-115. to 115. Mm. The story of the game is obviously Luka. Um, yeah. 35-point triple-double. Yeah. But um, we don't need to talk about that. I mean, that's average for Luka. Oh, yeah. That's below average. Yeah. I expect more. 35-14-13. I, I expect 40-20. Yeah, 20. how are you going to compare to Donovan Mitchell if you're just putting up 35-14-13? and 13? Yeah. The bench for the Mavs only scored 14 points. Yeah, I mean... That's not good. It's not. Christian Wood went for 24, and Hardaway... Christian Wood had a really good game. He did. That's probably his best game of the season. Probably. 24 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists. Yeah. On 10 for 17, you know? And that's a he good... He was efficient. That's a good team, but it was it also went to double overtime. Yeah. Well, the Lakers had no AD. Right. They had no AD. Right. You know? And th- that hurts. Mm-hmm. It, they've... LeBron's been carrying the... Lakers as much as he can. Yeah. This is only so much your back can take before it gives out. Out of all the starters on, and on this the game really team, showed that though. On the on all the starters on that Lakers team, they hit one three the whole game. <laughs> it went to double overtime and they the starters hit one three the whole game. <laughs> That's so sad. It's really sad. And then the bench didn't do any better. I mean they like had the Lakers, nine, nine. The threes. Lakers don't want to trade a pick. How are they not going to, though? Right. How are they not going to trade a pick? They need a shooter. Yeah, they can't draft another player who can't really play for them. They can't even draft a player until the season's over. Right. They and need a shooter. They're, and, but they're they're too high up in the standings to tank. If they tank now, it's... They don't even have their pick. Right, right, right. Who does it go to again? The Pelicans. Oh, yeah. That's not good. No. No, that, that would be really I mean, bad. I, I need the Lakers to be a playing team so that... Well, hopefully the old Zion and well, Brandon Ingram and maybe CJ the Falcons draft somebody who can't play for them because they're because of injuries. Who knows? They're gonna draft. They're gonna draft like bottom tier talent. Oh, God. Or, well, I mean, bottom tier talent doesn't get injured the way Ingram and Zion do. That is something that's been a Zion is, real bad thing. Zion got injured once this year. Yeah, Falcon. but he got injured twice, like before, and he missed a whole season. But he's not going to this year. I trust Zion to be fine. To bounce back on what? One of his legs? I, just, I trust Zion. I, okay. You I do trust it, Zion. Do, hey, do whatever you want. But hey, you, we talk about the Lakers' three-point shooting. They're not even the worst three-point shooting team in the league. Explain. It's Hornets in dead last. Then the Raptors, which... Ooh, that's not good. The Raptors suck this year. They, uh, they... No, no, the Raptors are bad. They are bad. I would I would say they're talented. They're nineteen and twenty four, and with the talent they have, that's not good. Really they have no bench, they have no depth, no depth. They have Thaddeus Young, mm-hmm. Malachi Flint. No offense to them, they're good. Yeah, yeah. But that's not championship quality. Yeah, I did watch. Then it's the, the Rockets, mm-hmm. and the Rockets. We have something to say about them. We do have something to say about them. But that's for a different episode. It is. Which. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's the Hawks, which is very surprising to me. The Hawks. Oh, well, I mean, because Trey Young hits one three out of 20 that he takes. And then in fifth to last is the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. Okay. I like I like that. I like those teams. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, it's the Knicks, rough, though. It's which really rough. surprises me. In first place is the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. When they're the only team shooting over 40% from three this year as a team. That just makes sense because Jokic finds him. And Jamal Murray's actually good. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I will say, Michael well, Porter Jr. has been doing really well this year. He has. And he hasn't got hurt. But I want to say this. Number one and two in three-point percentage. One is the Nuggets. Two, the Nets. Well, when you look at field goal percentage as a team, the only they're the only two teams with over 50% as a team in total, mm-hmm. one net, two nuggets. Mm-hmm. That could be a sneaky finals matchup. Honestly, yeah. I think the nets are good enough. I are the too. nuggets good enough? Because the nuggets are good, but are their guys going to keep it up in the playoffs? Yeah, Jokic is very much a, a season like like season um, stat guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Harden was a couple years ago. I mean, Harden, you could argue, you could chalk it up to Harden just having bad luck. Going up against uh, the Warriors in the playoffs and all that, and like 
his just his his peak was at a wrong time. But for Jokic, it's just like not you know like I don't I don't think he has all the pieces together yet to make a a finals run. I mean, yeah. Maybe. We'll I, see. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, and yeah. I agree. Now, now I'm looking at these advanced stats. The worst team in point differential is the Spurs. Obviously, bought a, a negative nine. They lose almost every matchup by nine points. <laughs> That's really bad. The Warriors are also in the negative. Same with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. But they're. I will say. As bad as the Spurs are, they did just break the record for most attendance in a game. Okay, they played at the Alamo Dome. It was amazing. They played at the Alamo Dome. It was so cool. Okay, what, so if the Mavericks play at AT&T Stadium, then, oh, they broke the record. That doesn't matter. What are you matter. talking about? AT&T Stadium, that's where the Spurs play. No. The AT&T Center is where the Spurs play. Okay, but AT&T Stadium. Oh. To football stadium. Oh, is it really? For the Cowboys. Whatever. Oh. So if the Mavericks play there... They have 100,000 people there. Oh, they broke the record. Fair enough. I don't care about that stuff. I do. I, it I only counts. pretty cool. It only counts if you play the actual the last time NBA they played arena. The Alamo Dome was, like, literally 30 years ago. Okay. Because that was, that was where David Robinson and Avery Johnson... Whatever, whatever. But it, I, I still think that's cool. But keep it, going. It, it's cool, but... It's cool. It's not a... Okay. But, like, any team could go to a football stadium and Right, and any team can score 70 points, but Donovan Mitchell didn't. We're talking about that. He's a player, not a team. Right. He basically was a team, though. We we were just talking about teams and stats. Keep going, but yeah, but keep going about the point differentials and all that. No, it's okay. Oh, that's all you wanted to say. You just wanted to say how bad the Spurs were. No, I was just looking at random stats. Okay, I was gonna well, say we're to, not gonna to make get it, that many. To we're make not gonna it get fair, that many points. It was the Spurs, Rockets, then the Pistons. So. Oh, okay, and we'll be talking about all those teams soon. Yeah, we will. Yeah. But um, let's move on. Yeah, I think it's time for some. CNC, compare and compress, contrast. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'm always unprepared, but I think that's the fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so if if you're new to the show and you made it this far without throwing up and turning it off and all that because it's terrible, um, it's what not. what compare and contrast is is um, Charles will give me three players. And I will have to compare these players to uh, future players. The rule is that he has to pick players that are um, that are playing in the league today, and I have to pick players to compare them to that have already retired or have um, made it to the Hall of Fame. We typically want Hall of Famers at this point, or at Hall of Fame like locks or whatever. But if it's like just a player that is a very unique contrast to another player that is just playing in the league, of course. That's acceptable. Um, there's no point scoring anything, whatever. I don't. I don't care. It's just fun. So uh, Charles, first um, player. Um, you know we're on the topic of him, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. That's a great player. He, Donovan Mitchell is a very interesting guy because Donovan Mitchell. Um, He's so... Oh, man. I can't find him on ESPN for some reason. Um, <laughs> um sponsored. Huh? Spon- we're not sponsored, guys. Yeah, we're not sponsored. Don't don't come at us. Um, we just said your name. He's such he's such a very unique player. I really enjoy watching him play. Um, he kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, a Tony Parker-esque, if Tony Parker could shoot. You know what uh, I'm saying? No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Just because of the size and the speed and all that, but I think that is not a great comparison. So I will yeah. have to keep looking. Because Donovan think... Mitchell, you have to think about this. He's averaged over twenty points every single season of his career. Right, but we're just talking about point inflation. Okay, but still. And how people who would actually be playing in today's NBA if they were like Hall of Famers at this point or whatever, uh, just would just have more points. Um. I can't think of anything. I definitely want to come back to this, though. You know, there's one player, maybe, mm-hmm. George Kirby. Maybe. Okay, another Iceman. Spurs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Iceman was really lanky. He had basically nothing, like, no muscle at all. Mm-hmm. He was basically yeah. just, like, you know, a skeleton. But And that's I think that's the difference between him and Donovan Mitchell. But the, yeah. the shot was really that, good. That's what I'm thinking about, the yeah. scoring ability. Right, right, right. Especially for his time. Like, yeah. he's very, 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 like, clutch for his time. Yeah. But, um, 
yeah, that's a good good, good comparison. Um, next player. Bulbul. Bulbul. Um, I mean, I mean, there's kind of no real other comparison. It's Manute Bull, his dad. Uh, the yeah. only thing is that I will. I, I'm going to compare them because their frames are very similar, and they are related. But the, the contrast is that Bull Bull I think is a better all around player. Yeah, his defense isn't where his father's was. Right. But his father's offense wasn't where Bull's was. Right. I, I think Bull. That's Manute where they Bull contrasted average. each other. You know. Right. Manute Bull averaged like four points a game and five blocks a game. Yeah. Something like that. Something <laughs> stupid like that. Um, but Manute Bull, he had a shot. Like, if he was open, like, no, if he was no, open, he, he would shoot. make it. Yeah, he would absolutely make it. It's not like he would just clank it. It may have looked weird, but... It was the weirdest hey. looking shot, but it works. No, you know because when you're a big man, you have to learn to at least get the ball out of your hands mm-hmm. to make it remotely near the basket. Right, right, right. And, you know, he did. Yeah, so. and it worked, and and I I I do like the comparison because I love Manute Bull, and I therefore I love Bull Bull, um, but I think it's just a really it's it's really cool to see a father and a son be so different when it comes to how they play the the game. Just right. shows that anybody could play. One more, okay. Shaden Sharp, he's one of my favorite rookies in this draft class. Is he? He's a rookie this year. Yeah. Um, that's crazy actually. Um, he was just drafted. Yeah, he was. That's right. That's right. Um, I mean, his here. Here's the thing: is that obviously his points are basically nothing. He's averaging seven points a game. Yeah, but he season. doesn't play a lot. Well, just hear me out. Um, his his stats are pretty low, but I think his af- athleticism is so like through the roof. I haven't personally seen many highlights of him, um, but I definitely think he could be like. In the future, like a Dwayne Wade or like a, uh, maybe like a uh, what's his name, um, Spud Webb, you know, somebody who's like smaller but like really athletic. I mean, he's not. Side. He's not that small. Too small. But but Spud Webb almost won a dunk contest being five seven. You know what I'm saying? I, like I like that. the Dwayne comparison because the speed and the athleticism. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when Shaden Sharp jumps, he hangs in the air. Oh. For a long yeah, time. Yeah, he does. Uh, he could. He could. He might be able to replicate Jordan's free throw dunk. Seriously, like that's how high he, and how far he can soar through the air, and I think that's just like, for his size, the that athleticism is like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I I, I do enjoy watching some Shaden Sharp highlights, but um, I can't say I'm the biggest fan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, he's six five. I mean, a little shorter than uh MJ. He's a guard. But... He is a guard, but he's also you know, but um. And for my personal comparison, I kind of hinted at this earlier, so I'm just going to take it for myself. Uh, Kevin Durant is a much better, but eerily similar Christian Leitner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just scoring. The scoring was crazy. Yeah. The way he's hated for no reason. Yeah. For no reason. Absolutely no reason. Okay, okay, okay. okay, There's a lot of reasons. There's one reason there. And everyone knows what it is. It's not a big deal. He wanted to win. He went to a winning team. He was the best player on the team. Right. Simple. Right. He played with Steph Curry, who had just came off of back-to-back MVP years. Mm-hmm. Unanimous for the first time in NBA history. Right. And he outplayed him. Yeah. He outplayed him. I mean, that... And... Okay, so they're both they're both hated in, in a lot of various, like, you know, areas. Not just by, by the fans that are against his own team. Just universally hated for no reason. But, um, I really do think that... If Durant played in um, those like dream teams and all that, like that, that would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Instead of Christian Leitner. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Um, all right. So now it's time for um, Charles's comparing or um, fantasy fantasy startups. Start um, uh, I did. I did find a little uh, pothole in this whole, or I guess plot hole would be okay, what no. it is uh, for. Um, your fantasy stardom cinema is because the only uh, this is obviously assuming that every single player on your team on your fantasy team is playing every single night right that's the assumption because no it's just the games that they do play right but you can't just say like oh yeah i'm gonna start like no 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 i've said this before you start him when he plays that's what i base him off of right and you sit him when when he doesn't have a game 
Right, right, right. But, I, I, but the way we're saying, like, oh, yes, start him or sit him is... Well, I just mean, like, in the games, if you have him, in the games that he's playing, you know, I would start him. Like, say you have a night in the NBA where every team is playing. Okay. Okay, okay. Because that's happened quite a few times. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of options to choose from, but this is a guy I would start, mm-hmm. you know, and... That's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, You and I just got into a fantasy league uh, within the last month, and because of that, I think I have a little bit more of a uh, an up. Well, well, should we should we let everyone know what's happening? Oh, that's right, that's right. I forgot to yeah. explain. Uh, okay, I'm a little, I'm I'm like I'm two and zero, oh. three and zero, oh. two. Oh, oh for oh for fantasy certain system or for or for, for the for for fantasy our league, league, for our league. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm two and zero oh already. Uh huh. Well, not technically yet, but yeah. But I my will dad be. my dad's losing so. Bad. I will be after. I will be after today. Yeah. But yeah, you know, the top got the top G has to you know shut up remain the top G. Um, if you made it this far into the podcast, uh, what what fantasy stardom system is? Um, I give Charles three players to choose from, and he has to um, he has to see whether um, or he has to defend whether you should start him or sit him. Um, All right. Well, and. Let's get a kickoff. Yeah, this is obviously assuming they're playing. Yes, whenever they do play. Right. All right, let's, let's get this okay. kickoff. You ready? Yeah. Jakob Pertl. Jakob Pertl. You know, in fact, I was just looking at him. He's in free, He's sitting in free agency. He is. That's why I picked him. Yeah. Nobody's picked him up for no reason. He's averaging 32 points. Assuming you're in more than a six-person league like I like we are in our Full court press league. Yeah, very <laughs> Yeah. Um, start him. You know, 32 points you don't just come across in okay. any 10, 8-man league. Yeah. 32 points is 32 points. Right. And uh, take it, you know. Yeah. Start him 100%. Mm-hmm. I don't see a way that you bench him unless you're in, like, a 2-person, 4-person league. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's average, you know? or he's rostered 85%. Yeah, he he's doing really good. Yeah. And, you know... He hasn't increased or declined in the last week or so, mm-hmm. and he only averages twenty six minutes a night, right. which makes it sometimes it's like eh, iffy, but like on how much he'll play. But I would definitely start him. Right. Okay. Um. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. Josh Hart. Josh Hart. Ooh. Josh Hart. Josh Hart. That's a tough one. Because some, I've said this many times, some stats don't show up on the score sheet. Mm-hmm. But Josh Hart is a guy who can score efficiently, mm-hmm. so he won't lose you too much points, and he can hit shots from all around, play good defense. He's averaging 28 and a half points, a, you know, mm-hmm. per per game. Yeah. Fantasy-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, of course. I mean, who would know in today's point inflation league? Yeah, of course, anybody can score over 20 points in this league. Yeah. No, but start him, you know? Mm-hmm. In fact, I picked him up the other day because someone dropped him for, I think, Kawhi. One of my leagues. That's right, I did. No, not in our league. Oh, not in our league. Someone picked him up for... That's uh, really ironic, though, because I did that. But okay. They dropped him for Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Who I don't know why. I picked up Kawhi. Right. I said that wrong. You okay. wouldn't pick up Kawhi? N- no, they dropped Kawhi for Josh Hart. Oh, that's stupid. They didn't trust Kawhi to play. That's really dumb, though. Because but Josh Hart, you know, I really trust him to do good, so start him. Okay. Are you ready for one more? Yes. Terry Rozier. Have we done him before? I don't think so. And even if we did, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Start him. Week he averages 33 points. Okay. Are, are that's hard to lock, get past. Are any of these your lock of the week? Uh, I'll lock. I'll lock Rozier. Ever oh, since Lamelo. Wow. I'll lock Rozier because ever since Lamelo came back, he's made Rozier look so much better, true. and Rozier's fit in that role so much better. That is very true. So yeah, lock, lock um Terry Rozier. Okay. My start. My personal pick. This is definitely a homer. But just hear me out. Killian Hayes. Ooh. 
Killian Hayes. Are you going to say start him? Yes. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. No, a lot of y'all aren't going to like this because, I mean, he's Killian Hayes. He misses a lot. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. But you know what he does? Hmm. The little things. For point for fantasy points, of course, right? Yes. Okay. For fantasy points. He gets you the rebounds, the assists, and he scores, and he gets some steals here and there. You know, he does he does what you need him to do. And I feel like when you have a guy who can do that, I mean, you should start him. And Kate is out for the season, so... Feel like there's no reason he shouldn't. He he's starting every game, so to me, I would start him because he has been scoring quite a bit of fantasy points the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. But I I understand why you wouldn't. Right. But I would start him. I would definitely start him. That's good. That's good. So your lock of the week is Terry Rozier, and your uh, pick of the week is Killian Hayes. Yes. Do you remember last week's at all? I don't. Okay, if we're gonna go back to a break and then we'll come right back to uh, figure out our starting or our fantasy starting sit him record. Do we don't to? go anywhere. Um. Yeah. So we checked in after last week. I am now twenty one and three. Would you like to remind everybody who you picked? Do I have to? Yes. They were easy. Okay, so I'll. You I know, said Trey Jones to start. Right. That was good because he started playing really good after I said that. Right. And then I said Landry Shamit sit. Yeah. That was easy one. I'm sorry. I thought Elliot, that was actually. And then Elliot said Pat Connaughton sit lock him. Yeah. yeah that that that's was two, that's close. Easy points. And then Lonnie Walker he got injured so sit him. Yeah. And <laughs> he's doing well. Too. He was actually he doing was doing well. well. He was doing well. Yeah. I, I thought will it was say be that. A really good one. But he. You took it a hurt. You, you took a, a coin flip, and then you got the right one. So yeah. Good job. So now you're twenty one and three. Yes. And I feel like an idiot, but at the same time, I couldn't help it that Elijah picked like Anthony Davis for you. <laughs> it so. doesn't matter. You picked Pat Connaughton for me, so. I mean, I thought I. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have no argument here. Okay. Well, with right. that, with that, guys. Um, that's. Yeah, we're gonna say bye. That's um, gonna conclude our episode today. Yeah, if you liked what you heard, uh, share the show. Um, we're trying to, you know, kind of climb the ladder of, you know, our our social lives, and uh, you know, hopefully, you like and subscribe, leave a comment, a rating, five stars only. Um, with that, uh, you know, we've been full court press, and thank you. <laughs>